Welcome to the Summer Camp Programming Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you going for there? I'm just tweaking it a little bit. That's Tweak. all. Yeah. I'm just tweaking. Uh, I'm Kurt. I'm Chris. I'm not You're going to tweak. You're a dork. <laughs> what you are. Well, maybe I'm the dork. <laughs> <laughs> I've already done my singing for the Disney episode. Oh, was that I'm what you're going to do? You're about to yeah. bring I'm out good for a song? while. Yeah, I'm good for a while. <laughs> uh, this week, we are talking about tweaking current activities. I am all about, you know, and I know you are too, Chris, all about kind of making mm-hmm. some tweaks to freshen up, up activities and mixing it up and everything else. And uh, so I hope you know, looking at your list that you're tweaking these and not just adding programs. Are yeah. You just, are you just looking to add programs? Well, or... I do that anyway. No, all of these are things we currently do. Okay. Already. And so just switching it up and being different. Gotcha. Oh no, I add enough programs as well. I, I have a whole list of that as well. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. Let's have you start off. Let's just jump all into right. it. So uh, when I was making this list, I was, I mean, I have a lot of different ideas of just tweaking a bunch of things, but the one thing I thought of that is so simple and easy to, it's just a fresh coat of paint. You can easily make any, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like maybe not even programmers, but like canteen or something like just add a nice coat of paint or change the colors up a little bit, totally changes the entire atmosphere of the place. I mean, just makes it look nice and different and new and has one easy tweak to just add to any of your areas Fresh coat of paint, brighten it up, make it look better. That, you know, and that's to, my only like non-programmy tweak. I love it. No, I love <laughs> so. it. I went to uh, I went to some restaurant not long ago, and they had just painted, and I was like, man, this looks so much better. Mm-hmm. You know, because and and I was like, at, at some point, I was like, this place looks kind of dingy, and then they yeah. added paint, and I was like, what? It's a whole new place. Uh, Disney is big on, on making sure everything is, you know, fresh and as opposed to other amusement parks. And I always Mm -hmm. thought, yes, that is something you should kind of keep on because you look around most camps or at least a lot of camps that I've been to. And it's just like, well, okay, we can use a fresh paint. Although with you, I would see you, the canteen would be like this bright green. It'd be like your car, right? You're, you're not the, (laughs) let's just get a white car kind of guy. (laughs) Let's just, let's just paint this white. We're going to go extreme. (laughs) I love it. I love it. No, that's a good, great idea. I, so I ran a, and talking about, uh, I always talk about my round tables during these things, but I ran one not too long ago about tweaking activities, which you participated in. And I kind of picked some of the ones that I really liked. Uh, you know, I liked yours, but I wasn't going to talk about it since. Oh, that's you know, good. You're since I there, did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, do you ever play that game Ghosts in the Graveyard? Or have you heard of it? I've heard of it, but I can't think of how it goes. Okay. Well, I'm not going to explain it because, you know, explaining games is really. But the tweak that I liked about this is that, um, who was who it? Cindy Grant. She was talking about how she got some backlash from parents going, Oh, you're talking about ghosts in a graveyard. And, and so they changed it up to sleeping lions. So instead of the kids playing like ghosts and they were sleeping lions, but the neat part is that they added in like facts as they were walking around and the the kids are playing. It's a very low key kind of game, 
and they would talk about lions and and you know different areas they were in and so it was kind of almost educational but in a fun way and i like that kind of a a tweak um where you've you've got this game the kids love to play it there's something about it that is rubbing somebody else the wrong way all right let's tweak it a little bit Mm -hmm. and i mean you don't have to take it to the extreme where it's educational but they did and she says the kids enjoy it as much as ever and so yeah that's pretty cool yeah. Now, oh man, parents that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sometimes I'm, I'm you just kind of. <laughs> so what? What was the issue with the ghosts? Because they're ooh scary ghosts. Like, do the lions like? Do they kill you? Like, what's the? I don't know how the game That's goes. That's true. I guess. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Uh, we're kind of against the ghosts, but you know, if they get mauled by a lion, we're okay. <laughs> she <laughs> just said that um, parents is just like that. That they just it, it, there was a complaint uh, that is inappropriate because it mentioned ghosts those parents but that they started yeah they started talking about they were in africa instead they were in africa on a game mm-hmm. reserve i love the educational it, aspect of it that's fun throw that in that makes it exciting um and your your round tables i'm gonna actually have a link in the show notes how to get involved in those because anyone can get involved in the round table and share stuff and share ideas and then get a copy of the round tables and i have almost all of them and they're really good so well, listen, you just, I mean, go to my website and you'll see this annoying pop-up that Chris is like, I'm tired of seeing it. <laughs> is it does it show up when I click? <laughs> and and don't click off it because it won't show up again for a long time. Anyways, <laughs> just put your name and email and you'll get on my list. And every month yeah. I, I'll send you an email to invite you to participate in the roundtable. Yep. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. My next one came from your website. Sent out a blog post on a rock throwing place or slingshot range. Uh-huh. And so we have a slingshot range right now. It's just a wall with pots and pans all over it. But you had all these really cool pictures of like, look like a general store. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is so cool. So we're going to kind of change up the look of our slingshot range. Nice. Look a little more like a general store. And you even had some things that like make cool sounds when they break or, or things like that. And I, and I really like that. So I'm going to tweet stars. So, yeah. I'm glad that made an impact on you. Just one person, just me. No one else. <laughs> no one else read it. So. <laughs> um, my next one is that uh, again. This was on here, but when you're when your staff, they when when you put them to like, hey, I'm going to have them work with this age, or I'm going to have them work together. Although you only have one counselor per per cabin, right? Two, two per cabin. Oh, okay. So when you f- yep. figure out who's going to work with who. How do you decide that? Well, we ask them to and see what kind of they want. Like the end of staff training kind of thing? Yeah. And then we also observe them as much as we can. Because sometimes they'll move around. Sometimes they'll be with the younger ones. Sometimes they'll get the older one. It just kind of depends. But what about like their co-counselor? Yeah, who they work well with. Gotcha. I see. uh, see But my thing is I I want the co-counselors to also, you know, I don't want them stuck with that same senior counselor the whole time because they're not going to learn from anyone but that person. I also want mm. them to kind of get like, okay, you can learn a little from each counselor as well. But yeah, for the sense. most part, we try and keep them. If they're good together, yeah, let's keep them together because it's going to be good. Well, Lynn Passarella decided that to give them personality tests, um, mm. and she uses True Colors personality test to help decide who they should be working with. And I just really like that kind of that idea and that tweak to help them 
put together teams, you know, yeah. their, their co-counselor teams. And I thought that was cool. Again, and there's proud. a bunch of different personality tests you can oh yeah can do out there. So yeah, we've I've done that before, even just yeah. for the counselors to kind of even see because they don't always realize what kind of person they are. Yeah, no, or what kind of person they work well with. Right, yeah. exactly. Yep. We've done that. Exactly. Uh, my next tweak in our game room at camp, and so we have your normal game room. It's got air hockey, carpet ball, ping pong. Um, this year we are adding in some arcade games. I talked about this on a couple episodes back, in fact, but it's uh, essentially it's called an emulator that you can buy off of Amazon, and I'll put the link on there again. Um, but you plug it into a TV, and you have all these different kind of old-school arcade games that you can play with. I also bought the old-school, uh, the Nintendo Classic. It's got like 30 classic Nintendo games on it. We're going to plug that in just to add a little bit of a tweak. I know gaming and gamer kids are huge right now, and so they would be super excited to walk into the game room when it's game room time, and they have you know a gaming system kind of there. Now, it's not... Fortnite or <laughs> PS4, but it's kind of a neat little thing to add to it. So. And is it like a joystick? You have a joystick? And yeah, the, so you, you buy like this, um, it, it's almost like the, the joystick area of a, an arcade cabinet, so it right. comes with the buttons and the joystick. It looks like a big kind of flat table. Okay. It just has a big wire coming out that you plug into your TV. So. If you have Galaga, I'm all about it. I think it was on there. There was a ton, <laughs> a ton of games on there. But yeah, I'll throw the uh, the link in the show notes. My next tweak is to uh, spice up your archery. I know I've talked about this as well, but uh, add new and exciting targets to your archery program. You know, especially return campers go, and I've seen so many times where they're like, oh, we're doing archery again. I mean, there's a few that are all about it, and they want to, you know, get, get in there because they think, hey, this year I'm going to hit that bullseye or what have you. But from balloons to uh, playing cards to fruit to all kinds of different things that you can do uh, to spice up that archery uh, by just changing out the targets. That was one of our very first shows we did. Yeah. Spice up your archery program. So you can go back to that and actually get real ideas. A ton of ideas. A ton of ideas. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. Uh, my next one is, um, so we tweaked a entire week of camp um, for this year. And we haven't had it yet, so it's coming up. But kids are signing up like crazy. Um, and so the week of camp, we're calling it Ignite Week. But we flip-flop the schedule. So we sleep during the day and we play all night. And it's probably going to kill me, I'm sure. Kurt's shaking his head like it's a bad idea. It's all crazy, the other camps I know that have idea. done this say it's wonderful. They love it. They It's great. But because of that, we've had to change up some of our activities. So like with archery and nine square and crafts, we've done black light or glow in the dark stuff um, to really play into that kind of nighttime activity. It, it makes fun. for some good pictures. That's for sure. Oh, they, yeah. Because, yeah, I think you put them on your, your you, thing. You had them. You had them in the uh, uh, round table. Yes. Yeah. 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 They're, it's cool. It's And it looks really, really. I mean, we've had we did it for a, a weekend event and I've had one of those kids, adults saw a picture of it and created a whole retreat for adults just to come and do it because he saw his kid and he said, it looked so cool. I wanted to come and do it right. myself. I'm like, sweet. Well, I'm okay with that. It's like that Alice in Wonderland uh, escape room, right? Yeah. Like right. it looks so cool that I just have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wizard of Oz, but Alice in Wonderland. The same. Wizard it's... of Oz. Although Alice in Wonderland would <laughs> work. Would, but you're I right. know, I'm sitting there thinking that'd be cool too. <laughs> <laughs> Make giant thing. We have one in our area. That's a, it's, it's a, 
honey, I shrunk the escape room or something like that. Nuh-uh. And everything in the escape room is giant. Oh, I want to go check so it out. Cool. It looks neat. That's so cool. My next one is called Ultimate Chicken. This is by Ben Snyder. And basically, do you ever play Ultimate Frisbee? Yes. Well, you do this with a chicken instead yes. of a Frisbee. <laughs> and uh, the ones that make noise when you squeak them. Right, exactly. Not a real chicken. We're not playing with real chickens, are we? (laughs) Wow. You really want to spice things up. Uh, But uh, he was saying also that they've used like a sock full of flour that you would throw. But you can, uh, every two minutes, you can switch it out with a different type of ball or what have you that you you throw. And uh, I was like, that's that's cool. Especially in, in, you know, a lot of kids and even adults still don't know how to throw a Frisbee. So why not? Chuck a chicken. Chuck a chicken. I love it. <laughs> Next one, um, one of the tweaks we added um, a couple years ago, in fact, we noticed if you have registration at camp, you know how boring registration can be. And and it has to be because there's so many different things. You know, you got to get all this info, nurse, talk to the nurse, get allergies, all these things. And sometimes there's a queue line that that is makes registration longer and, and more boring. And so a couple of years ago, we started bringing in some of our animals from our nature center and we brought their traveling cages and then we'd set them out on tables. And so as kids are in line and kind of, you know, there's the bearded dragon right next to them. They can see it and kind of look at it through the tank. We did have to add a bunch of signs, you know, that said, please do not tap on tank because as they're mm. sitting, you know, going by where if they came in the nature center, we have somebody running it that wouldn't allow them to do it. But yeah, when they were standing there in line, there was a lot of tapping and trying to reach in. So we did have to kind of keep an eye on a little bit, but it did make registration so much better because you're, (laughs) you're instead of just standing in line, bored out of your mind, you can watch the lizards and the snakes and things like that. So do you, do you get a lot of kids when they're standing in line that are on like phones and just playing games while they're waiting? I I don't see that often. Oh, interesting. Okay. So yeah, not a whole lot. They, they just all look bored out of, you know, they're just standing there and they're resting <laughs> right. on, you know, they got one leg bent and just resting their head. I'm like, oh. Uh, so in the round table, George Detellis, he, he I have got to see his camp because he builds all these different things and it, it sounds amazing. But he had a bunch of little ideas. And one of them is interviewing like online, like using instead of having them coming, he did a lot of online. It's like, mm-hmm. He said almost 100% of his interviews online using um, a free video conference app called Appear.in. I haven't checked it out, but that looks interesting. He also hired staff. Like, usually you'll you'll hire staff and you say, you need to work for nine, ten weeks. Well, they hired a bunch of staff that a lot of them only would want to work four weeks Hmm. or, you know, two weeks. And so it would take a lot of more scheduling but instead of having all staff for 10 weeks, he had a bunch of staff that were working smaller sessions yeah, or, or for just, just a few weeks. I like that, too. I, I like that. That's cool. He's, he's actually got a lot of great ideas there, but uh, those were two, two of them. Cool. Uh, next on my list, uh, st- sticking with registrations, um, and this is something we're going to add in this year, so I haven't tried it to see if I like it. Um, but we get a lot of younger siblings. So they come as a family, you know, mom and dad and the camper. And then sometimes there's younger siblings. And those younger siblings are even more bored or more upset because they don't <laughs> get to camp. Right. And so this next year, we're going to have a few of our staff available in the game field, which is right outside our registration. You can drop off the younger sibling 
to play, to, you know, just kind of hang out and do some fun things at camp that they, they won't get to do because they're not there all week, but also help then mom and dad can go through registration without having that younger one throwing a fit. The only thing I'm worried about that I, I haven't quite figured out yet is I, we, we aren't really able to do babies. Like, they, you can't drop off a baby. Oh, right. So it, it's almost going to have to be like a younger kid to this age, you know, to a certain four, three, whatever. But they can still kind of stay and play. Um, yeah, I think parents would want to hold on to their babies. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the thing I'd be worried about is those kids aren't going to want to leave. No, probably not. They're gonna, they're <laughs> great. Then mom and dad are going to be like, listen, next year we'll sign you up for camp. And so right. <laughs> I'm creating future campers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My next tweak is uh, by Gianna Pepler. It basically is a storage tweak. She took all of the board games. And you know how board games are all different sizes? Like Mm -hmm. the boxes always seem to be different sizes. So when you see them on a shelf, it's kind of this weird. My shelves look like that right now. (laughs) But she took each one, bought a little storage container, a little container. They're all the same size. Then you put all the playing items and the board and everything into the container. You cut out part of the box that says the name and you put the name on there and you glue on a list of all the supplies that are supposed to be in there and the directions are in there as well. But because they're all in the same size containers, you can, they all look uniform and you get one's like smaller containers for all the card games. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have those broken down boxes anymore. Yes, it's don't easy stay. to see what you want and grab it and put everything back. You, so you'd have to find, cause some of those, when you fold up those game, those board games, some of those big ones, like I think Candyland, that's a pretty big, at like least wide board. Yeah, yeah. 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 It doesn't have to be thick or deep, but it's a but pretty have, wide. I don't know. You guys have a container store out there. On the closest one would be Chicago. Okay. They, I mean, basically, I mean, they're high price boxes there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that there are boxes in every size. Mm-hmm. If you go on Amazon, you're like, yep. here's the size I want. You're going to find it. Because <laughs> I, I even, I mean, I wonder if you could get like even those plastic drawers. You just pull out the whole drawer and take it with you. Oh, that's an wouldn't have a lid. Idea. But that's true. Then it'd just go right back in. I don't oh, know. That's a good idea. Yeah. Look I at like you. A, a, like a tweak on tweak. a tweak. I like that tweak. I'll figure that out. So, uh, Next on my list is um, interactive notebooks. And so we started doing this last year with our staff training. Interactive notebooks are all the rage right now at schools where you, you cut and you glue and you paste and you fold and you do all these different things instead of just taking notes. Um, and so we decided to add it to our staff training last year to see if it would help any. And I really do feel like our staff remembered a lot more throughout the summer than they had in years past where they just kind of took notes and, and listened. And and that's not, I mean, some the archery is easy to be interactive. We go and go to the archery range and do stuff, but like, this is the policies. These are the, you know, the boring stuff that you're kind of just listening. You can't be interactive any other way um, and help make, make it a little more interactive. So I liked it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, my next one is, you know, a tweak that. I made it at the last camp I directed and just going from separating kids or registering them in groups by age. And then we instead went to by grade. 
because there were so many kids who wanted to be with their friends that they go to school with. They're in the same grade, but they're different ages. Yep. You know, they're they're both in fifth grade, but one's ten and one's eleven. Um, and the way we had it set out, ten year olds went with the younger group, eleven year olds went. With, so, anyways, when we tweaked it and went with grades, it was so much better. Yep, we didn't have we those parents being like, "Please year. put them in this group," and that kind of thing. Yeah. You, ju- yep. you just did that this year? Just did that for the same reason. I had parents kind of calling and being like, well, their friend who's also in fifth grade, because right. especially if a kid was held back a year or something, right. he's older, so he's going to go the older week, but all of his buddies are in the younger week because he's in that grade. And so, yeah, no, just change it. I'm already hearing great that parents are liking it. So Nice, nice. Uh, my next, we actually just talked about it at our escape room summit that we just had, but my portable escape boxes. And so this is a tweak we did. We just made our escape room into like these portable puzzle boxes that you can bring around schools. And, and so hopefully if you haven't watched it yet, I don't know. Spoiler alert. It was the best one there. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, get seeing and, and, and getting on that escape room summit to see how those work. It's, it's really, I mean, it's added a lot of actually marketing for us to have these portable escape boxes. So the tweak was going from an escape room to a, to a box. box. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, that's cool. Here's a, another really simple one. I did. I used. I love doing counselor hunts. Mm-hmm. When we do these, it's usually on a kind of a color war day, and we kind of start out with that. And the teams, like if you go and you find a counselor, you tag them or bring them back, and your team gets so many points. Well. At one point, we were doing like everybody's worth 10 points, like, you know, or 100 points or whatever. But then I wanted to mix it up and I was like, I want each counselor to be worth different points. Mm-hmm. And at first, we were like, okay, you're the fastest one, so you're the most points, right? And that made sense. But then the person who's only worth 10 points is like, what? They feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ooh. I decided to take playing cards and each counselor would choose a playing card sight unseen. And so they would just kind of randomly choose one and whatever number they got, like if they got a two, they were worth 200 points. If they got a 10, they were worth a thousand. If they got oh. a face card, they were worth 1500. So they would take the card with them when they got caught, they give the hand, the card to the, the like camper, the camper brings the card back and is like, my team gets 1500 points or 200 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was a, that was a neat tweak that worked out really well. I like that. I always joke with our program director, put me in it and make me a, like a million points because I'm just going to go back into my office and work. <laughs> no kid will find me. So. <laughs> but. Until that one brave kid pokes his head into your <laughs> yeah, office. Somebody like, gets I in trouble. You. <laughs> it's counselors bring you in. It's like, yes, I get a million points. <laughs> He's like, it was worth getting in trouble. One million points. <laughs> That's funny. So my next week is, okay, this one is kind of a whole new program almost. It, it's a little bit different. So we had archery, um, and a few years ago, I seen something online called aerial archery. Now you do, you have to buy different targets, you have to buy different arrows, you have to buy flu-flu arrows for it. But it, it's a tweak on archery, so I'm counting it. That's true. So Because the target goes flying through the air, and you have to shoot it out of the air. And so you do need a different kind of range and stuff where you're going to shoot, but it is... It's my favorite archery. We do a lot of archery out here at camp, and it's my favorite kind of archery we do. It is so addicting because huh. you you get so close to the target every time. You're like, oh, I almost had it. And then you get it, 
and like, okay, I got it. I want to do it again, you know? And it's very hard. Even as, I mean, it's worse for me because I'm out there. I'm like, listen, I'm the camp director kids. You can wait. <laughs> I'm going to play this until I get it. And I, I have my own bow now too. So then technically oh, the kids boy. don't have to wait. I brought my, I get my own stuff. I'll bring it out. But it is a blast. Until that one just, kid goes, I didn't mean to hit the bird. Yeah. It flew in the right. way. That's right. Uh, they, he, if he hit the bird, he was aiming for it. I will guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I was working at this one camp and we, uh, had a group. It, it wasn't during summer camp. It was afterwards. And we had this group come in for the weekend. They were doing archery and one of the people shot the arrow. It went through the hay barrel. Like it would kind of stuck out at the end mm-hmm. with a mouse skewered on it. Like the mouse was That's in the amazing. hay bale <laughs> and it just happened to hit it dead. <laughs> It was so crazy. The like greatest the first thing ever. They went to go retrieve the arrow and they're like, their eyes got all big. They're like, look at this. And we all ran over. Oh, it was crazy. Anyways. That was amazing. <laughs> My next one is, uh, I had mentioned that we did color war and we, we just did a one day color war, but the tweak was we went from two teams, blue and red to three teams, which would be like blue, red, green. And the reason for doing that is, so that you wouldn't have one winner and one loser, you know, because the losing team would always be like, oh. yep. but instead, if you have another team that lost, you're like, OK, it's not that bad. <laughs> but we you tried four worse than us. Though. <laughs> right? We tried four teams, but only having like 100 and some odd kids, the teams were too small. Uh, but three teams seemed to be the right amounts. Uh, but I liked them, you know, not just having a winner and loser. So we did three teams with Color War. That was a tweak. Next tweak for me, um, I just put crafts. Tweak your crafts, people. If you're doing the same crafts you've done, oh my goodness, since the beginning of camp, t- tweak them up, make them look, get something contemporary, get on Pinterest. We're actually in a month from now, on April 21st, I believe, is our craft episode. Um, my wife and I um, have gone through, and we have all these new crafts from hydro dipping to spray paint art to I, resin geodes we got all these different ideas we're going to be we, sharing we may, that may need to be our first like video podcast oh it's gonna have to be yeah it's gonna yeah. have to be because you got to see a lot of this stuff it is yeah. really cool but yeah tweak your crafts get 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 some new stuff <laughs> right on for sure my next one was a uh, registration confirmation for harry potter camp and i know not everybody runs a harry potter camp but stick with me here <laughs> so <laughs> what I did was somebody registers for camp and they would get sent out like a confirmation email usually, but sometimes we, we did letters back in the day. And for this one, I sent out a manila envelope for each kid who registered and in the, it was addressed to the parents. Parent would open it up. They would see a smaller, like a regular size envelope with the child's name in it. And that was their acceptance letter to Hogwarts and instructions to the parent to set that outside uh, at night so that the kid would walk out in the morning and see that they got owl mail uh-huh. and then open it up and be all excited about camp. And then, you know, probably go to school and be like, I got my acceptance uh-huh. letter. But you can do this with any, you know, if you have a theme at camp, maybe it's pirate camp. And you send out just on a cool like pirate letterhead or something to the kid. You don't have to go through the whole manila folder, but just send out something saying, Arr, we're so excited to have you at camp. Uh-huh. But just themed 
snail mail letters yeah. to the kids. I like that. Yeah. Send out a pirate patch. It'd be easy to do. Sure. Easy to do. Uh, next one, I've actually talked about a few times here on the podcast, Soctoball. Soctoball. Something I saw at Lake Ann Camp up in Michigan, they do this. Um, and actually, their their teens came up with this. It was a tweak they made on Gaga Ball. But they had a Gaga Ball pit, and they just created a soccer game out of it, three-on-three soccer game. And so they decided one wall of each Gaga Ball was the goal. Mm-hmm. And you you play soccer in there, and when you make a goal, you get to stay in. The lose, whoever didn't make the goal, th- those three people have to go out and a new team of three comes in. So it's still Gaga. So you're still in and out quickly. The only way to stay in is to make a goal each time. Nice, but yeah. just kind of tweaking on Gaga Ball a little bit. And I really like that. This camp, actually, because it became so popular, they now have Sokta Ball pits that they've created. So you have your Gaga Ball and you have Sokta oh, Ball wow. now because it became so popular. So it's, I'm amazed at how popular just Gaga Ball is. Yeah, it's huge. So my next tweak, uh, if you call it that, is just to add camp names. All the staff have camp names. And that is, I mean, that's not exactly a tweak. That's adding something in. But the tweak that we did with camp names was to have a camp name ceremony. And that's kind of what took it to the next level, where the people would come in. There was a whole knighting ceremony. You can read about it on my uh we, we do that want. at our camp because of you. Do you really? I, I learned about it from from your your blog, and we nice. do that at our camp. It's nice. it's a big event every year. Uh, my next one is um, so I saw this at a Dixon Valley camp here in Illinois. They did this, and so I'm going to change mine up this year. They had changed up their low ropes initiatives and made them almost like a ninja course, and so they kind of put all their low ropes together in kind of one sequential line. And you you run a ninja course instead of huh. doing the low ropes, and so they changed it up a little bit so it wasn't the exact initiatives, but that's what they did. And I, in, in fact, I just found last night Menards of all places, the Menards in my town had this little. It was an outdoor button timer, and so you hit it, you run the course, and then you stop the timer to see oh, what wow. your time is. I'm so excited! Like that was my big thing. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do for a t- like this is this answer that. So if I I'll find it online and put the uh, link there for it. But yeah, so just changing up your lower ropes being this whole yeah. ninja course. It's really cool. That would be fun. Uh, my next one is we introduced teaching a game, how to teach a game workshop during staff training. Mm. Uh, because we found out that yep. it may seem easy to teach a game, but there really is kind of a process and, and a best practices when it comes to teaching kids how to play a game. Uh, and just putting that into the staff training made a world of difference and yep. the, the counselors were more comfortable in teaching games. So yep. yeah, that's good. Uh, next on my list is pallet walls. And so uh, when I first came here, we were, we wanted to spruce up the place, make it look nice and a little bit different and stuff, but camp doesn't have a lot of money. Like most camps, there's not a ton of money to do remodeling. And so we, the, it's still popular is, um, making a pallet wall. And this is if this is big at churches. I feel like a lot of churches are doing this on their stages. But we the whole wall of our stages at, we put pallets up on it and it's gorgeous. I mean, people come in all the time and comment how beautiful it looks, but it is it it was free. We we went around to different places around us. Uh people sell rocks and carpet and even for some reason cars. A lot of cars that had automotive shops, they get a lot of pallet stuff and got all these pallets, tore them apart and put them up on the walls. 
And I can't tell you how many people comment on how gorgeous our stage wall is. Oh, and so you tear them up. Free. You don't just put pallets against no, the no, wall. No, no, we tear them up. So we, we just use the boards. So we essentially make a whole wall of boards from the pallets. But Okay, I'm I'll looking I'm I looking can... at some uh, Google images now. It does look cool. Yeah. I say if you go to – I don't know if I have a picture of mine. I'll, I'll find a picture and I'll put it on uh, – So this is uh, you're just kind of reclaiming mm-hmm. the pallets. And it's, and it's pretty. Very cool. And it's it's, it's it's like stuck there, right? It's not portable. Yeah, it's, nope. It's all right, nailed right. into the original wall that's cool. up there. Cool, I like that. Uh, my next one is for day camps adding songs. You know, a lot of day camps are like, oh, we don't have that camp feel. and But adding camp songs to it changes everything and definitely gives the The difficult part is you know, teaching the staff the songs well enough that they can lead them. So you mm-hmm. do that during training. Uh, but then once you get it started, you've got return staff the next season that will be like, these are my favorite songs. And what, what we did was we would teach it during staff training and each person would have to choose at least one song that was theirs that they really enjoyed and we call it being on stage. So I might look at you, Chris, if you're a counselor, I'd be like, Chris, you're on stage. stage. And so you go up there and you know that you need to kind of entertain the campers for a minute while something else is going on. Maybe uh, something's being set up for an event or what have you. And so you do your song. Uh, Maybe you've got beyond the song, you've got like a little game or something like that. But yeah, and and then when kids are going walking from activity to activity, you hear them singing songs. Sometimes it's really cool. Cool. Your, you got one more? Yep. So my last one here. Now we have a nature center, and so this is I'm I'm kind of applying it to that. But I, I guess you could do it with any area you have at camp. But taking some nice quality pictures and and framing them and hanging them up. And so we are actually. And I, I was trying to look and see. I, I go to too many zoos, so I don't remember what zoo I stole this idea from. It's either the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo in Colorado Springs or it's the Nashville Zoo. I can't remember which one we were at. But they had all, like, close-up pictures of, like, the chameleon's eye, and then they oh. blew it up huge. So they had this huge – it looked like art hanging in their, their reptile house. You know, they had a picture of just the scales of the snake, and they blew that up big. Oh, that's rad. And I'm like, that would look, I'm like, that would make our nature center look really, really gorgeous and, and, and nice looking instead of just a nature center. You know, it just really adds kind of an art effect to it. Right. But, I mean, you could do that with it. You take some really nice pictures of your camp and trees and on the climbing wall and kind of get some artsy pictures taken and then hang them or up. Or of your places. eye. Yeah, or your own eye, whatever, <laughs> and, and hang those up in different spots just to really add, add some nice art to his stuff. Totally. Yeah, I like that. Great idea. My last one is the hip pocket booklets. So put together a, a little booklet that staff can carry around with them that would have games and, you know, no prop games, no prop activities, mm-hmm. maybe a list of your songs, maybe some uh, what if questions, would you rather questions, stuff that they can use when they've got five minutes and they're waiting for, you know, to get into the dining hall or they're waiting for the next activity. And then the counselor's like, oh, I can't remember, oh, you know, you know, what game we can do for five minutes. So let me grab my hip pocket booklet or back pocket booklet and look through there. Oh, there's a game. Yeah, let's do this one. All right. I think that's it. Awesome. From around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. <laughs>